I'd like to say thank you so much for tuning in to the first few episodes of my podcast. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. On today's episode, I will talk to you about why I discontinued my underwear line. Some of you may know, or quite a few of you may know actually, considering how many pieces we sold, Many of you will know that I worked on a project pretty much all throughout 2020. I had this idea to create an underwear line for about two years. The message behind it was always going to be inclusivity. It was going to be directed to my followers, guys of all shapes and sizes pretty much marketed to my followers, you know? So I worked on this secret underwear line for about a year and a half or so, drafting IDs, looking for models, recruiting models, coming up with a marketing strategy that would allow my followers to feel represented, seen, included when they saw the underwear line. So as you guys know, throughout 2020, there was a lot of, there was a lot going on in the United States with the George Floyd movement and the Black Lives Matter movement. There was a lot happening. It was quite a sensitive time and I had planned to release the underwear line early 2020 before the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Now, because of COVID-19, I shelved the project and the Black Lives Matter movement also then began, so I shelved it again. It just felt incredibly insensitive to release an underwear line during a pandemic and also while the Black Lives Matter movement was unfolding. I delayed the project because it just did not feel like the right time. Months passed and more time passed and I continued to delay it because it just never felt like the right time. It felt very tone deaf and insensitive to release the project around that time. Now the end of 2020 came and you know the year was over and I can speak for myself but it was a tough year. It was a very overwhelming year. I'm sure we, we all felt something similar. A lot of us lost people we love. There was a huge unemployment rate. There was the racial inequality that was going on around the world. There was a lot happening. Now, there's something that I read online, and I can't remember it word for word, but it says something like, racism isn't new, we just have iPhones now, or something like that. And it's incredibly true. Racism and institutionalized racism has been around for centuries, decades. We just have iPhones now, smartphones, and we're recording everything. So I continued to delay it then, towards the end of 2020, start of 2021. It just felt so wrong to release anything while the world was joining together to rally for the Black Lives Matter movement, to rally together to bring justice to what was going on in the States regarding people being killed because of the color of their skin. So 2021 came upon us and things were starting to slow down. 
And then I asked myself, does the world need an underwear line? Is that something we really need? I just, I sat on it and I, I just, I, I didn't know what to do. You guys might not know this, but I spent many months handpicking models, scavenging through social media, Instagram, Facebook. I even downloaded the likes of Tinder and Grindr, reaching out to guys who I thought, when grouped or pictured together, would represent what I believe to be a diverse group of LGBT plus people, members, a community. So that was the forefront of my campaign. That was what was on my mind. So while the world was going through what it was going through in my mind, I thought that I was doing the right thing in potentially bringing together a group of very diverse people to represent the LGBT community and also to remind people of the essence of love, community, hope, and all those great things. So I wanted to bring together a really diverse group of LGBTQ plus members. And I did just that. I've made so many friends with the models of this campaign. Some of them are dating. Some of them are best friends to this day. I'm so proud of the work that I had done in grouping them together. Bringing together these strangers, helping them become friends, meet each other. Putting them together into this huge studio in the Central Business District. Filming a really fun, energetic love field campaign in the name of diversity you know lgbtq plus representation an ongoing battle representation is sorely lacking in hollywood music art fashion there's just not enough representation there really isn't so i thought i was doing the right thing in picking hand picking um lgbtq plus members for the campaign of the underwear line but now here's what went wrong. So after the events of 2020, coming into 2021, things started to slow down and I said to myself, all right, I'm going to release this, but I want to address the issues that happened in 2020. So what went wrong was in the campaign, I pieced together 30 to 40 seconds of news articles and news videos, a news segment almost, concerning what was happening in the world throughout 2020. Now, the remainder of the campaign was pretty much five to six minutes of these beautiful LGBT people that I handpicked, that I put together, and they were doing their thing, and it was amazing and beautiful. But when the campaign was released, in the next 48 hours, I started getting a wave of very irate, angry messages and comments from this particular group of people in Australia that started calling me racist. I was called racist because I had used images and video footage of the Black Lives Matter movements and rallies around the world and the First Nations people as well. If you don't know who the First Nations people are, they are the Indigenous Australians of the land I exist on today. We exist on today here in Australia. So my director and I cut together and pieced together a new segment and put it in the campaign. In my mind, how I pictured it was the events of 2020 contrasted and juxtaposed with this group of diverse LGBT people full of love and life. So trying to signify the importance of diversity, community, love, representation, I was trying to contrast the two. 
Now, I was called racist because apparently I was profiting of people of colour and the First Nations people. And I was using those communities to sell my underwear. Now, when the comments started rolling in, I was just like, of course, of course this is happening. Not only did I delay the underwear months and months and months because of the events of 2020, but I brought together a unique group of LGBTQ plus members that I handpicked personally. A group that I helped feel the beauty they already have, that already exists among them. I helped them represented on camera in front of each other they were just doing their own thing in their underwear on this day it was such a beautiful day honestly i can't even describe the words and the energy and the feeling of this day it was just full of love and life and we all enjoyed each other's company dancing around having a laugh now these comments regarding the new segment calling me racist were predominantly from white australians white people So I think I was approached by one First Nations person regarding footage of the Black Lives Matter rally here in Sydney, Australia around June, July 2020. The remainder were from white Australians calling me racist. So that just creates a picture for you of what I was, how I was trying to process everything. Now, when I went through the pages and comments of these people, a lot of them were young adults, you know, early 20s, early 30s. As I went through their pages, there was no, um, there was no sight of social justice work. There was no pre-existing work regarding social justice, civil rights, etc., These were just random people, you know, calling me racist. Now, I was not approached by First Nations groups or communities telling me that I was profiting off people of color. Um, To my recollection, I was approached by one individual who I spoke with directly saying they felt um, that the video was insensitive. But the remainder of the comments that were coming in the hundreds were predominantly from white people. I have reason to believe that This was a particular group that was perhaps on social media that started inviting their friends and friends and friends, etc. Now, in my mind, I had tried to implore sensitivity for months and months and months, taking into consideration everyone's feelings that was happening throughout 2020. I thought that I had done the right thing in delaying the campaign to start with. And then the campaign in my mind was to be illustrated as educational because, you know, after the events of 2020, I really wanted to depict a diverse group of LGBTQ people just highlighting love and acceptance and unifying them together. So in my mind, I had already delayed the campaign and taken into consideration so many people's feelings to not be tone deaf and not be insensitive. And then as I was reading the comments, I was like, damn, damned if I do, damned if I don't, because I'm now being called tone deaf and insensitive regardless, because I was trying to be educational and insightful and remind people of the events of 2020 in contrast with these beautiful models in the studio all together, trying to create a community and implore the meaning of community but apparently I had missed the mark 
so these white Australians were accusing me of being racist. It was a bizarre 48 hours. It was incredibly bizarre. 48 hours passed and I began reaching out to my friends who are people of colour. I'm a person of colour. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm an Arab man, a queer Arab man at that. I reached out to my friends and I showed them the comments and messages and they were perplexed. They were shocked and they were shook. I'm not going to go into too much detail on that because I hate the I have a black friend card and I'm not going to entertain that. As more comments started rolling through and the bandwagoning occurred and the racist comment kept rolling on, I reached out to a First Nations Indigenous group here in Australia that is known for work, you know, around Australia in the LGBT community, but also work for Indigenous Australians and First Nations people regarding all aspects of life. I pay my respect to all the work they do. I appreciate all the work they do. I hold D all the advice they had given me prior to the campaign's release. Now, the CEO director of that organization was actually at my launch party here in Sydney. They had seen the campaign prior to its public release and they did not identify it as being racist. Of course, had they had they identified it as that, I certainly would not have released it. But they were actually at my launch party and they nobody had a problem with it. So I had asked him, I had said, do you guys agree with these comments that I'm receiving? I'd shown them the comments and messages. I said, does it appear that I'm profiting off people of color? Am I coming across as racist? Now, they declined to comment, but I had reason to believe that one, they did disagree with the comments I was receiving and how people were responding to the campaign, but they also disagreed with the campaign news segment itself. Considering the amount of effort and sensitivity I had implored and inviting First Nations people to my launch party and making sure that a lot of people had seen the campaign prior to its public release, people of colour, I thought that I had done the right thing, making sure that everybody was across it prior to its release and everybody was okay with it. Well, as many people of colour as I could possibly communicate with and everybody seemed okay with it prior to its public release. Now, I 100% accept why they, why these people were responding to the video that they were, why they may have potentially perceived it as being uh, insensitive. However, to call me racist was absurd in my opinion. I thought that was a defamatory comment to make. But it was also the way that they were responding to the video. The attacks, the personal attacks, calling me out of my name, attacking my models, really bizarre comments and messages to read from people who don't know me at all, have never interacted with me, have never followed me a day in their lives, who don't know my true intentions. So if there was an opportunity to have open dialogue and discussion regarding race when the campaign was released and the impact of race and why they had felt that I was racist, the situation could have been handled a lot differently. But instead, people wanted to opt for abuse, personal attacks, calling me out of my name, just very foul, defamatory comments, trying to get me to react and respond. The way that they had tried to let me know their thoughts and opinions on the campaign was incredibly bizarre. 
So it prompted me to take the video down, issue a public apology, apologizing to the First Nations community and people of color, and essentially discontinue the underwear line. Had there been ample opportunity to discuss why people were saying what they were saying and have a discussion with people of color, particularly First Nations people or the black community, then it just all could have been handled a lot differently. But the comments were just white people saying, how dare you? This is disgusting. Take it down. You're racist. How dare you? You're using First Nations people to profit. It's just bizarre, bizarre comments from people. Very, I just, it was, it was incredibly bizarre. And suddenly everybody had the exact same opinion as the hours rolled on. The comments were being copied and pasted and opinions were being copied and pasted and the bandwagoning continued. So my passion and love for the underwear line, having invested so much time, money, effort, love into it, it just, it had evaporated. To read these comments calling me racist from these white Australians, are you kidding me? I'm a Middle Eastern Arab man. I've experienced racism, prejudice and discrimination all my life. If you guys have a moment, I implore you to Google search the Cronulla riots here in Sydney, Australia a race riot between white Australians and Middle Eastern Lebanese people. I encourage you to have a quick read of it. The resounding effects of that particular event here in Sydney, Australia still affects Lebanese, Middle Eastern and Arab people in general all around Australia. But that does not negate people's feelings. I 100% understand why they interpret it the way they did. It was the handling of how they did so, not allowing me to respond, not allowing me to actually create room or a platform for open dialogue with people of color. It was just the way that they had came for me, which was incredibly bizarre and threw me for six. So I discontinued the line. We sold what we needed to sell to close the warehouse and finalize everything. I have encouraged and tried to implore self-education amongst my followers for many years, sharing a lot of content as much as I can on racial inequality around the States, but also around the world, even here in Australia. I just did not have the time to deal with such defamatory comments. Considering the work I had done the year prior in 2020, encouraging my followers to get out there in the streets to rally and protest and donate money to organizations, supporting movements, supporting work, regarding ensuring that systemic racism is addressed around the world. But you know, when one person sees one thing they dislike, they will try to spin it, twist it, and turn it into what they believe it to be. And you know, cancel culture is a very serious thing. Bandwagoning is a very serious thing. And I was not going to deal with that. This was all happening whilst I was nearing graduation for university. This was all months out from my finals exam and months out from being on stage receiving my certificate and graduating university. I did not have the time, the energy, the capacity, the mental capacity to deal with all of this. You know, there was so much going on already. I had spent a year and a half working on this underwear line, editing this campaign, drafting this campaign over and over. We were constantly editing it, constantly remaking it to ensure that it was sensitive, to ensure that everything was perfect. We had shown it to many people of color prior to its release to ensure that everyone's feelings were valid and heard prior to its public release. 
And I was dealing with university at the time, studying for my exams, making sure all my assignments were submitted on time. There was a lot going on. So I was not going to sit there on the internet fighting white Australians over race, trying to educate me on race. No, 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 no. I was not going to do with that. I had to to focus on university. I had to focus on graduating. So I just continued the underwear line and I ended it all. Once the public apology was released, I did not hear a word from any person that had attacked. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't see them as hate comments or attacks because I understand their desire to relate to me why they think I'm racist. I understand that. So I don't think they were attacking or were hate comments. I just think the way that they had approached the matter was incredibly elementary it could have been handled more maturely um and like adults should handle the situation i'll just say that so i focused on graduation and i did just that i graduated university months later and the underwear line was discontinued So that is the story on why I discontinued my underwear line. To everyone that has purchased from it, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting me and all my business endeavors. Although the underwear line was discontinued, it was a lesson learned indeed. But it also gave me great opportunity to connect closer with my followers who now feel seen and heard and represented and wear my underwear and send me photos of them wearing those pieces, feeling beautiful and sexy and confident. And to be able to help a person feel any of those things, to be able to have pieces of underwear around the world in many different homes, helping people to feel beautiful in their skin, regardless of their size, their age, their gender, the color of their skin. I I am truly grateful and blessed to be able to do this. So thank you guys for supporting me. Um, And yeah. Love you guys. Stay safe.